Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Our national anthem from Mishawaka High School, the cave, the oldest continually used gym here in the state of Indiana, 1924, when this fabulous place was established. And as we speak, right now down to our left in the north end zone here, the Mishawaka wrestling team. Boys wrestling team being honored for their team state championship just a couple of weeks ago. Head coach Steven Sandifer and the entire coaching staff and team out at center court. Trophy held high to honor the state champs. What an what a epic moment that was for that final play Courtney Ryder to uh, with the win on the mat to clinch that championship and bring it home the hardware and uh, wrestling continues to be a force here with uh, athletics at Mishawaka High School and uh, something about winning being contagious heck well uh, Steve Sandifer is, is an outstanding uh, coach he does it the right way he gets his kids to play hard they practice all the time they're in the they're in the uh, the wrestling room in the summertime when it's 100 degrees. He's got camps. He, his program, I mean, is really, really good. And there's a reason why, why they're really, really good, because they work at it. Now, he was telling me that he thought that he could get six wrestlers to the uh, state championship round uh, this year, you know, going through the sectional, the regionals, and the semi-states. He said he had a, a thought that, that six of them could get there and maybe a couple of them could win it. And to explain that to some fans who maybe are not in the know on the wrestling, there is a team state and then there's the individual state tournament. The team state was under the uh, coordination of the Coaches Association that could get concluded just two weeks ago in Mishawaking Class 3A won that wrestling team state championship. And now the IHSAA's individual state tournament will be getting underway here in just a couple of weeks. And certainly, as Heck mentioned, uh, some players who definitely have uh, an opportunity to bring home the gold. Lights are down here at the cave. Certainly uh, the fans out, uh, not not nearly in as uh, good attendance night as we had on Saturday, but still a lot of high spirit here for the cavemen as they're looking for their 11th win in a row. And they're hoping to improve on their 13-2 record against the 3-9 Fairfield Falcons. Falcons were just introduced. The visitors in their travel navy blue and old gold combination will go with Seth Yoder, a 5'7 senior. He wears the number 10. Number 12, Noah Mast, a 6'4 junior. A 6'0 junior in Mitch Miller. A 5'9 junior in Alex Hofer. And a 6'0 junior in Tyson Fry. 
So again, the Falcons under second-year head coach Derek Heinen will start Seth Yoder, Noah Mast, Mitchell Miller, Alex Hofer, and Tyson Fry. The starting combo for Bodie Benders, Mishawaka Cavemen. No surprise, a starting fire that has begun uh, and has tipped off the last 11 games. Jackson Snyder will start at one guard at 5'10", sophomore averaging 3.5 points and 3 rebounds a game. Cooper Pritchett at a forward, he starts a 6'3", junior, 6.5 points, 4 rebounds a game. Rasan Johnson is one caveman guard, 6'3", junior, 8 points, 2 rebounds a game. Arthur Jones is the point, he's the quarterback of this caveman basketball team. Had 26 points of the K-Bat win Saturday over Northridge. He averages just under 16 points, three rebounds, and two and a half assists per game. Arthur's a 5'9 senior. And Brady Fisher rounds out the starting combination. He, 6'4 junior, averages 11 points and nearly six rebounds a game. Opening tip controlled by no one is knocked out of bounds. Rasan Johnson jumping in center floor against Noah Mast. And the ball was knocked out of bounds, touched last by Johnson and the Cavemen. So Fairfield will have the first official possession, and we are underway. Mike, my uh, pick to click in this game tonight is Rashawn Johnson. I think he's he will be a tough matchup. He's got length, he's got size, and, uh, and he's got quickness, and he'll be a tough matchup for Fairfield. Yoder will swing it to the corner right side to Miller. Baseline dribble drive, he's cut off. He'll swing it back outside, down to Mass. Mass fakes, dribbles on his numerical counterpart. Little runny jumper, put up, no good. Air ball, miss, rebound, Jackson Snyder. Snyder on the push, comes near right side to Rasan Johnson. 30 seconds in, we're scoreless. Mishawaka with their first offensive possession. Arthur going right wing now against the Fairfield man-to-man. Backdoor alley-oop intended for Cutting Jones, but he put on the brakes. The ball was intercepted by Mast and by Fairfield. Center floor, Hofer swings it near side now. Miller in the corner. Baseline left, faking, spinning. Fry actually with the basketball, now cuts into the paint. Double teamed, he'll kick it on the wing. Seth Yoder catch and shoot from three. It is good. And Fairfield draws first blood to lead it on the road, three zip. The ball, the ball went inside out, and that's tough to cover when you're helping down. Brady Fisher left point, now to Arthur. Deep left side, now to Rasan. Fakes, dribbles, running, left-handed scoop layup. Off the mark, no good. Missed and rebounded by Mast and the Falcons. 6.45 first quarter, Fairfield leading three zip. Deep to the left side, or try right side rather. It is Yoder, center floor. Hofer swings it around the perimeter. They'll go baseline left. Mast tries to dribble penetrate. Brady Fisher picks him up. Caveman going in a man-to-man defense. Very patient. Bounce pass to Yoder. Outside now, it is Hofer. Hofer back to Mast. Mast works it against Johnson. Goes center floor, now to Miller. Miller top side to Mast. Mast goes right side. Falcons taking the air out of the ball in some regard, but just being ultra-patient with all their activity outside the arc. Really very few cutters to the inside. Left point, Alex Hofer backside passes. He tries to fire it through a little seam in the defense and went untouched out of bounds into the end zone. Pretty good hands down there by the wrestling coaching staff, so... They can uh, also coach wrestling, but they can also handle uh, catching a ball thrown at their face. So that that possession was a testament to Mishawaka's defense as they didn't waver as the ball went side to side and did a really nice job of keeping their offensive players in front of them. Arthur left side to Rasan. Ball fakes. Now he'll dribble, penetrate, jump past to the left or try right wing. Arthur, ball fakes, steps back, tries to trade a little off the mark, just off the back iron, no good, and the rebound to Jackson Snyder. Post feet into Brady. Cutter to the basket. Reverse layup. Cooper pitched it up and in. Good. Cut to the basket by Coop. His first points. Caveman on the board. Brady Fisher gets the assist. 
3-2 Fairfield. Anytime you can get the ball to the high post, it gives you a lot of options. Yoder to Miller under the basket, back out to Hofer, not a mass. He'll try the three, up no good. Rebound by Mishawaka. Caroms out to Brady Fisher. He'll drive in transition, step around the defender in the middle of the lane, misses the layup, rebound Jackson Snyder, and Snyder's tied up by Tyson Fry into a jump ball. That was a great Euro step by Brady coming down the middle of the floor. Just had a little, uh, a bit too much English on that layup, and the ball flipped out. Inbounds, K-Ben, 5.15 to play here in our first quarter. They trail by one, 3-2. Brisson, good hit fake, right? And with the left hand, turns and spins to a strong side, puts it up and in. That was a great, quick move uh, in the post, and again, he's really good with his left hand. Deep to the right side now, Noah Mass. Dribble penetrates on Cooper Pritchett, number 12, battling number 12 right now. Mass puts on the bricks, kicks it outside now to Hofer. Hofer tries a shake and bake dribble entry in on Brady. Good, good defense right there. Cut him off at the pass. Now Mass, he will get it in the corner. He'll try the three and he'll nail it. Noah Mass with the second Fairfield triple. Although they're going to say he was stepping on the line, so just a two there. Just a two for Mass. And the K-Ben, meanwhile, throw the ball away on the inbounds at midcourt. So 5-4 Fairfield lead at 4.37 first quarter. And the Falcons have the basketball back. They are going right to left here. Shoot at the north basket at the cave. Back into the basket area. And the lane is Noah Mast. Tries to work down inside and then has the ball knocked away. Retained it. Back out to the near right side. Lockwood. Lockwood to the corner. Right wing Yoder. Launching. Missing. Long rebound. Caroms out now. Actually rolls out. Lockwood picks up the loose ball. Cooper Pritchett just reaches in and ties him up into a jump ball. And possession arrow does give it back to Fairfield. But a, a headsy player there by Mishawaka's Cooper Pritchett. Fairfield's being really patient on the offensive end. So what they're doing is they're shortening the game. There's already uh, It's already been four minutes gone by in the uh, in the first quarter, and only nine ports have been scored. Seth Yoder with the basketball goes left corner on Alex Hofer. Hofer will try to penetrate, turns, spins, now fades, fires. Double hitter off the rim, but no good. Rebound to Jones. Arthur runs the floor. He'll go coast to coast, end to end, and then as he gets right into the basket in transition, is bumped and fouled by a Fairfield defender. 6-4, Fairfield with the advantage. Our first quarter tonight brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. If you're in the market to buy or sell an existing home, maybe want to talk about refinancing your mortgage, call Kevin Putz at 287-1152. So they gave him a three on that. Also, they did change the scoreboard. All right, Steve, I wasn't as crazy as I thought. Fisher, great spin move on the right baseline. He's shredded by one defender and then muscled up against two more. Brady Fisher ties this game at six with his first points. 3.40 here in period number one. Fairfield basketball. They'll work it with Mast. Mast baseline corner left. Finds Miller all alone. Mitch Miller long range missile. Missed badly. Rebounded by Brisson. Out to Pritchett. Pritchett will take the bump. Go up right side. Had an option to dump it off to the left side but also had the defender there. We definitely felt like he had an advantage and Pritchett took him to the rack and is able to draw the foul. Yeah, that's Coop a... will shoot two. So that's a tough deal for Fairfield. They better not send all five guys to the offensive glass. They better send a couple back because any rebound that Mishawaka gets, it's run city run, man. Alex Hofer picking up the Fairfield foul, his first team second. Cooper Pritchett one free throw in his first try and looking for one more. He's a 62% free throw shooter on the season. Coop averages six and a half points and four rebounds a game. 
And a Fairfield substitution, Mitch Miller gets a breather and freshman Brant Garber. Garber, a very, very familiar and recognizable name in the Fairfield community. Tommy Herringer on the court now for Mishawaka. Cooper Pritchett goes off. Uh, Tommy steadily climbing in the point department, averaging about 10.1. Is the third is the third Mishawaka player in double figures. Long range miss from the right side. No good by Seth Yoder. Rebounded by Fairfield. Noah Mass with it. Hashmark right side in front of the Mishawaka bench area. Into the corner. It is Tyson Fry. Fry tries to dribble penetrate on Tommy. Body on body, jump pass in the corner, left side three, Mass puts it up, too strong, rebound by Fairfield. Garber on the way back up for the shot is reached in and fouled by a K-Man defender. Boy, Brant Garber, 5'9 freshman in the middle of one, two, counting three white K-Man jerseys, able to come up with that defensive rebound. I, th I think if, if Fairfield's going to have a chance to be in this game tonight, let alone win it, they got to make threes. And they've had some open looks off of skip passes. It is Hofer now center floor back to Garber. They'll swing it to Mass. Mass top side now back left corner to Fry. Fry steps back, looks. Nobody will pick him up defensively. So what does he do? He shoots the basketball and scores. So know your personnel. Is uh, is Tyson Fry going to be a shooter? In the scouting report, it says all posts. Don't step out with him. That's why Tommy didn't step up. He knew his personnel. And uh, Fry said, well, what the heck? Let me shoot it. And he knocks it in. Fake to the right. Spin to the left. Arthur Jones tied up on his dribble penetration and then a reach and foul defensively on Fairfield defender Seth Yoder. That'll be his second. So And so Tommy got to look at the coach and say, hey, I did what you told me, man. And you know what the coach is going to say? Step out a little more next time he gets yeah. it. Yeah. Let me let me take a highlighter to the, and, a, and a Sharpie do the uh, scouting report. We're going to make a couple alterations here. Herringer fires outside, left wing. Rasan dribbles in the paint, goes up with the shot ball, stripped away at the belt line, and intercepted by Fairfield. Bast on the steal. He'll run on the transition now. Up the floor to the top of the circle, picked up by Jackson Snyder. Back out deep left point now. Mitch Miller. Miller cuts inside. Little running hook shot put up no good by Mast. Loose ball rebound down to Tommy, and here come the cavemen. After Herringer's rebound, Arthur up the floor. 150 first quarter. Jones fakes. Hook pass in the corner. And a double team of Fairfield defense bumped and fouled the K-Man point guard, and Mitch Miller will pick up his first foul. So with 1.45 left in this first quarter, Mishawaka uh, is three, free th or, or three fouls away from being on the free throw line for the rest of the half. That's Fair pretty good. Fairfield, sorry, Heck, leads 9-8. 100 seconds to go first quarter. Fisher dribbles in the paint, puts on the brakes, kicks it out Jackson Snyder with a screen. He fires up a three, no good. Offensive rebound, weak side. Brady takes it strong to the hole up at him. Good post move after the offensive board by Brady Fisher. He's got four. Mishawaka leads 10-9. He just turned that left shoulder and willed himself to get to the, the block and scored a really nice move. Mast against Johnson and tries to post up once and twice, and Rasan almost picked his pocket both times. And then a reach-in foul call on the K-Ben, and Rasan Johnson guilty of his first foul. And the team second of this evening. That's the second foul on Mishawaka. So Mishawaka in pretty good shape with 114 left in the quarter. Substitution Fairfield. You will see Alex Hofer sub back into the lineup for the Falcons, who trail by one with a minute nine to go first quarter. In the lane, Mitch Miller dribbles and then tries to kick it right side. And guess what? 
right there for the interception was Arthur Jones. Arthur Jones steps in the line of that skip pass and does a, a nice job. Gives to Herringer, fakes the three, dribbled inside the free throw lane, and then dishes back outside to Rasson. 50 seconds, first quarter, Mishawaka 10-9 leading. Top of the circle, Arthur shies off from that double team and now sets into a reset and very possibly going to see a final shot here. The Cade Miller going to let that final 50 seconds and now down to 32 seconds tick away here in this first quarter. Arthur will just dribble the basketball out center floor. Fairfield's doing what I think you need to do. I mean, don't chase our... Arthur out there, you're trying to shorten the game anyway. I mean, let him dribble it out and then play tough defense in, inside uh, the three-point line. Caveman lead by one, clock down to 11 seconds. Down to 10, down to 9. Now Arthur will start the offensive motion. He'll dribble left side. Brady comes out for a screen. Now step back three, launched by Arthur. Loose ball, rebound, picked up. Fisher, put it up and in. Loose ball, pick up and score for Brady Fisher. And a near disaster at one Tenth of a second. The foul is whistled after the bucket. And here will be a free throw opportunity for Brady Fisher. Jones had the shot rejected. Somehow got the loose ball rebound. Ball was knocked away. And Brady Fisher had enough presence of mind and athleticism to make it all happen in just a fraction of a second. And then Fisher nails the free throw. Quick inbounds to Fairfield. Their desperation shot almost takes a cheerleader out down of the end zone for the caveman and we go to the quarter break. Eight minutes are in the books here from Mishawaka High School and our battle here on this Tuesday night of Indiana Hoosier Hysteria after one. Mishawaka 13, Fairfield 9. You're in two with Mishawaka Caveman Basketball here on 96.1 The Ton and the Mishawaka Network. We turn the page to quarter number two along with the former coach, Ron Heglinski. I'm Brian Miller, Mishawaka 13, Fairfield 9 after one. Coach, your thoughts on the first period? 25 or 6 2 4. What, which one you want? Yeah, well, that's not the score, but I know, both, a great song. It's a, I mean, it's a, a, a slow first period. Uh, Fairfield trying to make a million passes to slow the game down. And uh, Mishawaka doing a pretty good job defensively, 13 to 9. Fairfield, I said, has got to make some threes, and they're 3 for 6. Combination 5 that begins most second quarters are in there for Mishawaka. They'll have the alternate possession of their favor, working it very patiently. Then down inside, Maddox Johe missing a running jumper, getting his rebound, missing the putback, and the rebound down to Fairfield. Now up the floor, here come the Falcons. Mishawaka with Ace Troyer, Jack Troyer, Maddox Johe, Anthony Nelson, and Tommy Herringer in the combination. This has been kind of the second quarter SWAT team for Coach Bodie Bender in the cave-in. Long range three, missed up, no good. And the rebound down to Mishawaka. Jack Troyer feeds inside to ace. Back out to Nelson. Launches a right-handed three up, no good. One minute into the second period, and the cavemen continue their 4.13-9 advantage. Center floor. It is Hofer. Looks inside, nothing there. Cavemen a kind of a loose defensive man-to-man -man assignment. Now chasing Mitch Miller, it is Anthony Nelson. He's called for a reach-in foul as Mitch Miller got a quick first step on the caveman defender. You can tell the Fairfield is really well coached. They know uh, uh, Mishawaka will switch every screen. So in theory, if you screen your own man, because your man is supposed to slide out on a switch, if you screen your own man, the cutter's going to be open. And uh, Fairfield doing a nice job of doing that. Speaking of cutters, Tyson Fry cut to the basket on the inbounds and nailed the running jumper. Now topside three, missed by Tommy Herringer. Rebound put up right wing, no good. 
by Jack Troyer, rebounded now by Hofer. And the Falcons into the forecourt. Mitch Miller, baseline right, back out to Hofer. He'll throw up a three and he'll nail it. Alex Hofer with a three-banger, and Bodie Bender is going to burn a Mishawaki K-man timeout. 6-16 to go first quarter. A 4-0 run to begin, or check that, a 5-0 run to begin this period, and Fairfield has grabbed the advantage. K-man taking timeout. We'll take a break as well with our score of Fairfield 14, Mishawaka 13. We're back in 30 seconds on 96-1 the ton and the Mishawaka Network. An update for you on the U.S. Signcrafters school board in Northern Indiana Conference boys play tonight. In the second quarter, Mishawaka Marion leading John Glenn 22-19. The Knights, of course, uh, suffering a big loss on Friday in a packed house at the Penn Palace. That was a great atmosphere there Friday. I know there's been a lot of buzz about that this past several days. and A great buzz here on Saturday night as well after the uh, home game against Northridge. So after the caveman timeout, Maddox Yohe at the center floor. He'll play the point. Goes left corner to Anthony Nelson. Catch and shoot for three. He'll nail it. That's a great offensive set coming out of the timeout, Coach. Anthony's shooting 32% from the three-point line, so he's really a good shooter. They moved the ball quickly and uh, got uh, Fairfield closing out slowly. On the wing left side, it is Hofer. Top of the circle down to Mitch Miller. Now in the corner. Dribble drive by Hofer. He's cut off there on the left side by Tommy. Left point. They'll get up to Mass. Center court now back to Lockwood. Lockwood at 5.30 to play in the first half. 16-14 Mishawaka with the lead looking for win number 14 on the season and their 11th in a row. Left side. Dribble drive on Maddox Yohe. Back out left wing. Noah Mass. Now he'll try the shake and bake move. Can't free from the defender. Now center floor back to Lockwood. Very, very patient offense by Fairfield. As I say that, a launch of a catch and shoot. Noah Mast with his fifth point. And another Falcon three-pointer, their fourth. And they lead it 17-16. That's actually their fifth. They're, they're five out of nine. Uh, on That's the right. They went back and changed that, didn't they? And, and, and I said that if they had a chance to be in this game, let alone win, they had to make some threes. So early, they're, they're, they are making some threes. 4.45 to go in the half. Top side, Nelson. Fakes, dribbles, drive, little scoop handoff. Outside Ace Troyer. Now to Tommy in the free throw circle. Dribble drives, kicks it in the left corner. Jack Troyer with a pull-up tray. Up no good. Rebound swatted out by his brother Ace and missed. And the rebound down to Fairfield. Here come the Falcons. Deep right side. Noah Mast. Mast at 425 in the half. Goes in the corner and going up for the shot. And then a big time travel there by the Falcons. And I will apologize. He has the number four, but we do not have the number four on our roster. So I'm going to assume it is either Brooks Custer because I do not see a number three on the bench. So we will assume it was Custer. But at this be. point, one of the Falcons. Now Herringer, left of the lane, turning, spinning, faking, and on a fadeaway miss, no good from about 12 feet. Rebound, Fairfield. Here comes Brooks Custer. Custer is in the lineup with number three. He was on the floor. That's why I couldn't find him on the bench. Left side three ball. Tapped up no on the Mitchell Miller miss. Rebound tapped again and out of bounds. Touch last by Fairfield. Good battle in there for that rebound. So that's kind of tough when Fairfield's going to come down and make you play defense for two to two and a half minutes and make maybe uh, 14 or 15 passes. And Mishawaka comes down and makes one pass and fires it up. 
that's, I mean, I mean, you're going to play some defense, Mishawaka, if you're going to play like that. Nelson outside the Jack Troyer, deep right corner now to Ace. Ace Troyer with the basketball, 3.37 to go before halftime. Mishawaka trailing 17-16, and the pass off left side by Anthony Nelson is deflected out of bounds by the Falcon defense. Caveman basketball right in front of the Fairfield bench. Trailing by one. Backcourt lob comes to Maddox-Johe on the inbound by Jack Troyer. Through the center circle from left to right. Yohe as he goes in for an inside pass. The ball is deflected away by Miller. Saved, though, by the Caveman. Herringer with that save. Now Nelson, free throw circle. Back outside to Ace. Top side, Tommy. Launching the three. He'll get the three. Tommy Herringer's first points. And why not? And why not? He's shooting 50% from the three-point line. He's one for two today. 19 to 17. Caveman back up by two now with three minutes before halftime. Custer outside the arc. Feeds inside to Hofer. Then the little shovel pass was deflected and knocked out of bounds. Touched last after it rolled about 15 feet out of bounds off of Fairfield. So Mishawaka ball looking to add to their two-point lead. That's the fourth turnover for Fairfield. Mishawaka has three. So a relatively clean floor game, although although either neither team is really pressuring either half court or full court. Baseline jump pass, Nelson intended for Yohe, but it was knocked out of bounds by a Falcon defender. Jack Troyer will trigger it right in front of the scores table into a flashy Maddox-Yohe to the free throw lane, and he'll put up a little soft jumper that bounces off the rim. It was a wide open shot, and Maddox was as frustrated as anybody on that little miss of the bunny shot. But the ball was touched last by Fairfield, so it's Mishawaka possession. That was a great back cut by Maddox to, to put himself in that position to hit that little teardrop. Inbounds to Herringer. He'll kick it back out of the wing left. Maddox dribbles inside the arc, fires the deuce, up no good. Missed it from 15, rebound Fairfield. Here come the Falcons. Up the floor, Fry. Right side now to Custer. Custer center floor, back to Fry. Top of the circle is Miller. Tries a dribble entry, now the bounce pass underneath from Fry. He was posted up against defender Maddox-Yohe. Pretty good collision off the ball there, and the ball went untouched out of bounds for a Fairfield turnover. Fry got on his heels when he was posted up and had no balance. It was actually a really, really good pass, which would have led him to the block and the score, but he, he had no balance. Nelson out to Jack Troyer, topside Yohe from three. Maddox will drain it. After a couple misses, Maddox-Yohe finds the bullseye. 22-17, Cayman lead is five their biggest. And a minute 50 here in our first half. Left side, Hofer, center floor now to Fry. Fry reverse skip pass down to Yoder, and now Mast. Mast bounce pass back to Fry. 100 seconds, 140 to play in our first half. Bounce pass pounded against a triple team. Fry finds an opening out to Miller. Baseline running jumpers, good. Mitch Miller with his first points. He's got two, and it's 22-19, Caveman. That was a run on the closeout, which allowed uh, Miller to drive by Maddox-Yohe and uh, shoot that little floater. And the Jack Troyer throws it away. Caveman back in transition. Tried a, a left-to-right skip pass, and it went over everybody's head, including intended target Anthony Nelson. It skipped everybody, Brian. Yeah, there was no fingerprints on that ball. It landed third row of the bleachers. Now Hofer, dribble penetrate out to Custer, catching, shooting, three misses the three, and the rebound down to Fry. 105 in the period, and the first half. Center floor, 
It is Hofer with the basketball. Kicks it right corner to Custer. Ball fakes, pounds it inside on the block. Fry out to Hofer. Miller misses the shot. Rebound. And Mishawaka will run. Yohe. Nelson. Top of the circle. Tommy out to Maddox. Three ball up. Three ball good. Maddox Yohe is warming up with a couple second quarter triples. Lead is six. Mishawaka's largest. 25-19. Maddox really has uh, some nice looking arch on that shot. And is getting his footwork done and just stepping into it. Great ball rotation too. Great ball movement. Not, not a one and done. Not one pass and a shot. Because now you're going to go down and guard for a minute, and then you're going to come down and, and, and play one and done again. That was maybe five or six passes on the perimeter. Maddox was set, knocked it in. Mitch Miller, center floor now to Brooks Custer. Now delivers it left side. Spitting move by Noah Mass. Turnaround jumper up off the rim. No good. Swatted at for the rebound. Tip in. Missed there by Hofer. And the rebound down to the caveman and a... 80-foot pass down for a desperation shot is no good. And we go to halftime. From the cave at Mishawaka High School, our score at the break, Mishawaka 25, Fairfield 19. We invite you to stay tuned. Our halftime report is coming up next. We will check scoring and statistics. We'll have an update for high school basketball scores and much, much more with Matt Embry on the U.S. Seinfrafter School Board. And we'll talk about the keys to success to the all-important third quarter that is just around the corner with Coach Ron Heklinski. Again, here at the break, our score it is Mishawaka 25, Fairfield 19. You're in two with Mishawaka K-Band Boys Basketball on 96 won the ton and the Mishawaka Network. And our halftime report continues, sponsored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation. Back to the cave at Mishawaka High School along with Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. Halftime tally, the cavemen on the home court lead Fairfield 25-19. Mishawaka has kind of seesawed back and forth with the visiting Falcons, who are just 3-9 and nine on the season. But a 13-9 caveman lead in the first. Saw Fairfield then come back to lead briefly in the second period, but the cavemen have opened up their largest lead of this uh, kind of a nip-and-tuck contest, six-point ball game. Heck, your thoughts on this uh, first two quarters of action? Well, let me give you some numbers here, and, and I made this comment that if Fairfield was going to be in this game and maybe have a chance to, to win at the end, they were going to have to make threes. They're 5 for 12. They're 5 for 12 from the arc, which is 41%, which isn't bad, but they got to be 7 for 12 if they want to be in this game. They've had great looks. They're going inside. They're getting the ball into the post, and then they're skipping it out. They're forcing Mishawaka to close out from a help side position. And they're, they're always making the extra pass. So they're getting clean looks. They just got to knock them in if they want to stay in this. They're, they are um, 7 for 17 for the game for 41%. Uh, interestingly enough, they haven't shot a free throw in the first half because they haven't uh, drove the ball to the basket because Mishawaka's help side defense has been really strong. They have five turnovers, which leads to their 19 points. Mishawaka, on the other hand, is 9 for 20 for the first half, 45% uh, from the field with Maddox Yoey throwing in two. Uh, Anthony Nelson hit one, and Tommy Herringer making one. The uh, Mishawaka Cavemen are at four for eight after being 0 for one in the first quarter for 50%. Three for three from the line, and they got, they got four turnovers. So I told you this off the air, and I'm probably going to stick to this. I think Mishawaka will now come out at the start of this third quarter with Rashawn, Arthur, 
uh, their starters, and I think they'll pick up the pressure. I think the tempo defensively will will increase, whether it may go full court or, or it may stay at half court. And I look for Mishawaka to get runouts. And uh, and again, again, Fairfield's going to get shots because because Mishawaka is so strong in the help side on that skip pass. And if they're going to withstand this run by Mishawaka, they're going to have to make shots. We'll have to see how things unfold here in this third quarter that will get underway in just over a minute or so as the uh, halftime is wrapping up here from Mishawaka High School and on the Mishawaka Network at 96 won the ton. We're glad to have you with us. Earlier tonight, in case you were not in tune to find out that Mishawaka's JV team won 39-36 to improve to 10-3 on the high school boys' JV season. Now the individual scoring totals here at half with Mishawaka leading Fairfield 25-19. For the Falcons, Mitch Miller has two points, three for Seth Yoder, five points for Tyson Fry, and six points for Noah Mast. Scoring for your caveman for Mishawaka. For Son Johnson with a basket for two. Anthony Nelson with three on a three-pointer. Tommy Herringer hit a three, four hits, three-point output. Cooper Pritchett has three points on a basket and a free throw in two attempts. Six points for Maddox Yohe. Yohe on the second quarter nailed two big, big three-pointers for the Cavemen to help open up this lead. And high point man on the first half. In fact, all his points came in the first quarter. Brady Fisher, he had seven on three two-point field goals, and he was one for one at the free throw line. That's one for the Cavemen. Ace Troyer, Jackson Snyder, and Jack Troyer have seen action but not yet score. We turn the page to quarter number three along with the coach, Ron Eklinski. I'm Brian Miller. Special thanks to Matt Embry for spinning the dials, doing his stellar performance back in the studio as always, and keep keeping us updated as well on the U.S. Signcrafter school board. 25-19 to score. Alternate position arrow to the visitors from Fairfield. And the Falcons dressed in the navy blue. And silver, they will go from left to right. Cayman really picking up that defensive pressure already with Mast, Miller, Hofer, Fry, and Yoder on the court, the starting combo for second-year head coach Derek Heinen and the Falcons. Free throw circle, it is Fry. Back outside to Miller. Miller in the corner. Looks for open opening outside to Mast. Now again, and just as I say, now again, Miller with the bounce pass is out of bounds with the basketball. As I predicted, uh, Mishwalker came out in a 1-3-1 half-court trap. And uh, Fairfield wasn't ready for it. Mishawaka turned them over. Here's, here's the point where, where, where they can begin their onslaught. Arthur, who did not score in that first half, has the ball on the right wing. Now to Tommy, top side to Cooper. Pritchett with it. Goes center floor to Brady. Fisher, now to Rasson. Dribble penetrates. Flips it out on the foul line extension right side to Arthur. Top side to Tommy. Fakes right. Spins left. Goes with the left hand to the right side. Now turns, fades, fires. Misses the jumper. And then Cooper Pritchett literally... Goes in on a hatchet move and hacks Mitch Miller, who went for the rebound. And that'll be a caveman defensive foul. I thought Tommy really, really wanted that shot. I, I didn't think it was open. Uh, and he really wanted it, felt it, and it didn't go down. Here comes the backcourt press by the caveman. Long baseball pass from the backcourt by Miller to the forecourt to Hofer. Hofer, center floor, dribbles to Mast, and then Mast called for a double dribble and a Falcon turnover. Sir Fairfield and Mishawaka sputtering here in the early stretches of our third quarter. Still 25-19, which was our halftime score. We played a minute, 10 seconds. Mishawaka was in a 1-2-1-1 full court press that time and sped Fairfield up. 
and got uh, Fairfield to turn it over. Fisher dribbles to the free throw circle. Now outlets behind him to Cooper. Pritchett will dribble penetrate. Now right side, Brady muscles inside. Now threads the lead on a bounce pass under to Pritchett. Forces up the jumper against the defender. Put it up no good. And then the rebound down on the floor to Noah Mast. And he's reached it and fouled by Cooper Pritchett. That was a great cut by Coop on a back cut. Uh, just didn't get it to fall. And there's Mishawaka in the 1-2-1-1 again. Inbounds now to the Falcons. Backcourt. Mitchell, he'll run it to the forecourt, not a Fry. Fry will dribble, penetrate, then dish underneath to Hofer. Back outside the Mast. Mast center floor. Goes to Miller. Deep right side now. Mast swings it on the left corner. Now a three-ball launch. Three-ball missed by Noah Mast. No good. Loose ball rebound and a foul. That time Fairfield got the ball to the middle. Whenever you're going to break any kind of pressure, full court, three-quarter court, half court, you got to get the ball to the middle and look opposite. Fairfield didn't get the layup because I don't think they're conditioned to take it to the rack that hard, but they did get a look at a three and a rebound, and now uh, they get two free throws. And the first free throw after the Tommy Herringer rebounding foul, his first team's third of the second half. And the first Fairfield free throw of the night is up and good. Seth Yoder, the 5'7 senior, hits the first, and... And that's the second one. Those are his first points here in the second half. In fact, first points for anyone in the second half. 25-21 with six minutes to go, third quarter. Center floor, Arthur Jones. Ball fakes, ball fakes, out left side down to Rassan. Johnson with the basketball. We were skip pass across the screen. Right side to Arthur. Underneath to Fisher. Catching turns and posts up. A little running jumper off of that good feed to Fisher right at the block. He's got nine. Jump pass now Fry, left corner. Yoder fades, fires, misses the long two. Rebound, and it rolls out of bounds. Touch last by Fairfield. So, uh, Mishawaka did not get a turnover, but if you study this game and, and, and the success that Fairfield has had, they've made eight to nine passes on every possession. That time they tried to play quick and played right into Mishawaka's hands. And it's almost like a turnover for Mishawaka. Rasan Johnson worked around a screen from Brady Fisher and just a big loop around the right side and took it to the hole basically uncontested. That is as easy as a scoring play that you're going to find. Rasan with four. K-Bent 29-21 leaders now. Their lead of eight is their biggest. Right side, little running floater to the paint, put up a good, good muscle up by Dayton Lockwood. Took it right at the caveman defense. Aggressively back the other way. The caveman take it right to the hole. Put up no good. Missed by Herringer on the rebound. He'll rebound his own miss. And he's fouled. Shot counts. Arthur Jones with a little dribble penetration. Couldn't get his shot to fall. Caveman crashed the boards. Tommy Herringer in the right spot. After the checkoff. And nothing flashy. The caveman, though, just kind of getting things done with their defense and their uh, rebounding strength. Coach Benner is telling both Arthur and Rashawn Johnson to keep the ball out of the middle on that, on that full-court pressure. Tommy with the free throw for the old-fashioned three-point play is good. His sixth point, 32-23. Caveman lead is nine. This is their biggest. Back the other way, right wing runner. Three ball, Lockwood misses, no good. Rebound, Caveman, ball deflected by Fairfield and stolen back by the Falcons in their forecourt. Good save and a good hustle there by Alex Hofer, and Hofer has it on the left wing. Double team, dumps it on the block. Left side, Noah Mast. 
Fakes it, dishes it out. Now inside, outside. Hofer feeds Mass. He'll turn around, jump it up and in. And he's got eight points. Noah Mass, a 6'4 junior. Helps the Falcons pull within seven at 32-25 with 4.15 here in the period. Deep right side. Brady, reverse skip pass to awaiting Arthur Jones. Arthur, he'll reverse skip pass it from left to right to Rasan. Now he'll baseline move, spin, waits for the cutter, waits for traffic to clear, goes back outside to Tommy. Top side to Cooper, fires inside. Brady back to the basket, fakes it right, goes left with a little finesse scoop layup. No good. Rebound Fairfield, and then they throw it away as Hofer tried to razzle-dazzle past a K-band defender. So Fairfield is, is doing things very atypical for them as a basketball team, and that's what pressure does. It speeds you up. It takes you out of the things that you like to do naturally, and it, it forces you to turn the ball over. And uh, they're actually playing right into Mishawaka's hands here. Up the floor, Cooper Pritchett with the basketball. Three minutes, 40 seconds to go, third quarter. K-Med up 32-25. to 25. Now Arthur fakes, Euro step around the defender, running layup is good. Left-handed lay-in for Arthur Jones, who averages 15, his first two, 34-25 caveman. Backcourt now, Garber races up the floor, puts on the brakes, goes left corner, Tyson Fry from three, rattles in and out, no good. Rebound Tommy, looks up the floor for Rasan. he'll drive, and he will dunk it, but the ball rims out, no good. Rasan was in that hesitation mode, he kind of had a caution light going up, do I slam it? Do I dunk it easy? Do I lay it in? And none of it worked. He missed the shot, and he got a foul for hanging on the rim. Yeah, that's that's just make the bucket, buddy. Just make the bucket. So the K-Men come up empty on the possession. And the backcourt inbound, stolen away by Arthur Jones. He'll cut to the lane, running layup. He misses the bunny, and the rebound by Fairfield. Tyson Fry clears it out at three minutes, third quarter. 34-25, Caveman. Faking right, going left. It is Noah Mast. Goes deep left corner, looking for help from Miller. Doll on the floor, knocked away from Mast. It will roll clear to midfield, or midcourt rather. Tommy Harris will fight for it on his knees. He will grab it, call the timeout. And in the possession-saving mode, Bodie Bender saves the caveman. Although they save the possession, he will call it with a possession-saving timeout. We will take a break with our score. Late third quarter here, Mishawaka 34, Fairfield 25. We're back in 30 seconds on 96-1 the ton and the Mishawaka Network. Back to the cave along with Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. Although the caveman got the timeout to save the possession, what a hustle to save the possession by Tommy Herringer. Inbounds Mishawaka. Brady Fisher will post up left of the lane. He'll get it from Rasan Johnson. He'll turn, fade, and fire up and in. Nice, nice body control by Brady Fisher as he hung in the air with a right-handed hook shot. He has 11. And a full-court backcourt press by the caveman. They're going to try to speed up Fairfield. Falcons handle it. Stepping out is Garber. He'll try the three. Long range misses. No good. And rebound down to Tommy. Herringer outlets to Arthur. Jones up the floor. At 2.10 to go third quarter. Mishawaka's lead 11 now is their largest at 36-25. Rassam gives it up to Brady. Fisher called for the travel. Turnover came in at 2.02 in the period. That's the second turnover for Mishawaka compared to four for uh, Fairfield. Uh, the freshman Garber 
had a layup on that press break and elected just to stand outside of three and take the three. Those are things that the, that the, that the pressure can do to you. Long baseball pass, fired up the floor, caught by Garber. He'll dribble, penetrate, now puts on the brakes, back outside. Noah Mast, he'll try to slide inside, nothing there. He'll give it outside to Fry with a little runner up and good. Nice move straight to the basket by Tyson Fry, who has seven. 36-27, lead back to nine for Mishawaka. They have possession with a minute 39 till the quarter break. We're late third quarter here. Herringer, deep foul on extension right side. It goes to Arthur Jones. Jackson Snyder and Maddox Johe race to the K-Band scores table. Now Rasan dribble penetrates, runs into a Falcon defender. Seth Yoder, the official says, had set up camp just before the guilty party arrived and a player control foul there on the K-Band. And Rasan Johnson, that is his second. Really good help side defense by Fairfield. And Rashawn just put his head down and was bound and determined to get to the basket and, uh, and just ran uh, Yoder over. Caveman will go to the bench. Yohe subs back in. Also, Jackson Snyder checks in. Wing right, Hofer, topside mass, swings it left side to Custer. Custer center court to Mast again, 1-11. Aces wild here in the third quarter. Mishawaka leading by 9, 36-27. Bounce pass in the block. It is Fry. Kicks it out now center floor. Finding Garber. Topside Mass. Dribble penetrates on Snyder. Puts up the runner over top of his defender up and in. Noah Mast with his 10th point. And it's 36-29. Falcons trim it to 7 with 47 seconds here, third period. Now out. Out to the top side, it is Arthur Jones. And before we continue, Bodie Bender will take a timeout. I think a little confusion on the caveman bench area. So I actually think Maddox Yoey called the timeout. As he had the ball on the side, he took a terrible uh, fall. I don't know if he got hit as he was cutting through, but I think as he was on the sideline, he, he called the timeout, and Bodie looked a little perplexed. I could be wrong. I don't know. I've been wrong before. Come on. I thought the well, Cubs. We're, I, I thought we're the Cubs a long in, ways away up here on Crow's Nest. I thought the Cubs in 84 were going to win. <laughs> well, so did Come I. Come on. So you, you weren't in the minority. Hey, fans, the IHSA is seeking officials for all sports, so if you'd like to get back in the game, maybe earn us a few extra dollars and make a positive impression on the lives of our youth throughout the sporting world here in Indiana, if you or someone you know is interested in becoming a licensed referee, official, or umpire, text official to 317-943-9030. That is 317-943-9030. Text official. Your influence through sports awaits. Again, text official to 317-943-9030. So 39 seconds to play third quarter here from the cave along with Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller, 36-29 our score. Cavemen who average 62, almost 63 points a game are just barely over the halfway point to that average per contest. Fairfield doing a good job of controlling the tempo of this game after the Mishawaka timeout. They have the basketball topside. Snyder works in center floor to Arthur. Now reverse skip pass left corner. Goes to Jackson, 19 seconds. 
He and Jones will play keep away now. Bounce pass across the lane. Intended for Fisher. Intercepted by Hofer. He's going to go court length. Running layup. No good at 10 seconds. Rebound Brady Fisher. He'll outlet it to Tommy Herringer. But overleading Tommy, who gives 100% effort, sliding across the floor, trying to save that possession. and goes all the way, crashing into the end zone bleachers. And almost placed pinball, knocking out a couple K-Men cheerleaders in the process, but a turnover for the K-Men. Inbounds Fairfield, four seconds, three. They'll raise it four court. Noah Mass with the catch and shoot. Grabs it on the miss, and then Brady Fisher with a heave hole. Way off the mark, no good as we go to the quarter break. So three quarters are in the book here from the cave at Mishawaka High School. A defensive struggle going on between non-coverage foes Fairfield and Mishawaka, the cave-in with a 10-game winning streak on the line. They lead it, though, by seven after three. Mishawaka 36, Fairfield 29. Fourth quarter play-by-play -play next. Stay tuned. You're two with Mishawaka K-Men basketball. A 96-1 the ton and the Mishawaka Network. We turn the page to quarter number four. Along with Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. Possession arrow to the visiting or try again to the homestanding cave-in. And they work it down on the left block area to Tommy Herringer who muscles his way inside and puts a strong basket up and in against a Fairfield defense that was right on his hip. And the caveman opened up a 36-29 lead. That's a nice job of Tommy using his body and, uh, and playing strong. Falcons work the basketball now on the right wing area. Dribble drive by Mast. Takes it into the land of the trees, and then his outlet by Garber deflected. Saved right on the midcourt stride by Hofer, but his outlet is intercepted. Stolen by the Cayman. Brady Fisher takes it strong to the hole. Put it up, no good. Rebound by Jackson Snyder, and a foul. Actually, they'll say no foul, but a jump ball and possession arrow will give it to the Falcons. 38-29 Mishawaka. Some updates for you on the U.S. Sidecrafter School Board. Speaking of K-Ben, the Lady K-Ben basketballers are in New Carlisle tonight taking on New Prairie at halftime. The Cougars actually lead the K-Ben 30-26. Well, Mishawaka girls under head coach Chad Blasco with a game tonight at New Prairie are going to have to come from behind for the win. They will play Thursday at Goshen in the regular season and NLC finale before having the daunting task of playing number one ranked and defending state champ South Bend, Washington in the opening game of the Plymouth sectional next Tuesday night. Inbounds Falcons, they'll catch and launch from three. Freshman Brant Garber is off the mark, no good. And the rebound to the caveman. 6.50 third quarter, good dribble drive to the hole. But the runner by Arthur is missed. Just could not get the bunny to fall. And Herringer recycles it with an offensive board up and in. He has 10. I love to see Tommy crash the offensive boards. He's, he's got such a, a big, strong body that it's hard to keep him off. Dribble drive on the baseline. Mass swings it around the corner. Now topside to Lockwood. Lockwood in the corner. Hofer to Mast. Mast ball fakes it against Tommy Herringer. Dribbles inside the arc. Now back out. And this time Tommy Herringer will be called for the chest bump as he tries to belly up defensively on Fairfield's Noah Mast. That's the sixth foul on Mishawaka with 6.19 left in the game. Fairfield's in really good shape if they want a foul because they only have committed one foul. Falcon substitution, you will see. Brant Garber sub out. And now they'll go with the inbounds for the Falcons. Dayton Lockwood is subbed back in on a topside three launched and scored by Seth Yoder. That is his eighth point, his second triple of the game. 
and it's 40-32 with six minutes to play here in period three. Maddox, Joey, Jackson, Snyder, Tommy Herringer, Arthur Jones, and Cooper Pritchett on the floor for the K-Men. Free throw circle, turnaround jumper from 16 feet, no good. Missed by Tommy, rebounded by Fry. Fry in the paint, spins, gets some contact, throws up a prayer as he's on his way to falling down. He got bumped by one of two K-Men defenders. And that will be in the act of shooting, and that'll be a K-Men foul on Tommy Herringer. That will be his third. It's actually a one-and-one. One. It's a seventh foul on Mishawaka. So... So, Fairfield, so they're saying it happened before the act of shooting. So Fairfield is actually in a pretty good spot here. If, if, they, if they can understand that and if Coach Heinen can get his guys taking the ball to the rack and shooting free throws all with the rest of this game. Free throw number one of the one and one is connected by Tyson Fry. It's just the third free throw attempt of the game for the Falcons who beat the Cavemen last year and the only other mini between these two schools in boys' high school basketball. Second free throw off the mark, no good. And the rebound down to Mishawaka. Herringer controls it at 540 to play here in the fourth. 40-33, Cavemen. The lead has been trimmed to seven. And now as Arthur Jones tries the dribble drive down the middle of the floor, in the middle of the lane, Mark McCammon blows the whistle and calls a foul on a Fairfield defender. That will be Alex Hofer, and that will be his second. Backcourt inbounds, lob, Cooper Pritchett with the honors to Arthur Jones. Five and a half minutes to play in the fourth quarter. Now Arthur steps around a defender, running layup is good. And a continuation foul, and Bucket, Arthur Jones, will get his fourth point, and he'll go to the free throw line looking for that old-fashioned three-point play that could extend the K-man lead back to ten. Fairfield's trying to extend their defense a little bit. And, and, and not pack it in. And when Arthur Jones sees that, his eyes get really, really big because he knows that nobody can play him one-on-one, and he knows that the help side can't get there. Free throw by Arthur is on Mark. Hits the target, and he has his fifth point. 43-33, 5.25 to play. Baseline, left corner. Hofer, jump pass out center floor. Now dribble penetration. Out to Fry. Fry on the baseline. Double team. Inside to Hofer. Outside now. Back to Fry. Now center circle. Dribble drive there by Miller. Nothing. Nothing open for a shot. In the corner left side. Fry finds Hofer. Turning. Dribbling. Leaning. Shooting and scoring. Very nice move by junior Alex Hofer who has his fifth point. 43-35. Falcons just refuse to die at 4.52 to play here in this third or try again till this fourth period. Comes to an end. Center floor, Yohe cutting to the basket. Herringer dribbles inside, leans it against the defender, put it up and in, and a foul. Good pass by Maddox Yohe, a better drive by Tommy Herringer. He has his third basket of this period with a dozen on the game. And the Fairfield foul on Tyson Fry is his second. Tyson Fry completely lost Tommy Herringer on the help side. Tommy saw that and, and, and did what he's supposed to do, cut right to the basket, got a good feed, and uh, misses the free throw, but knocks in the bucket to extend that lead to 10. 45-35 jump pass on the right baseline. The cutter, Seth Yoder, had the ball knocked away from him as he was waiting for that open pass. 
Substitution, Mr. Walker, Brady Fisher subs in. Tommy Herringer will take a chair. But before we continue, a timeout on the floor taken by the Fairfield Falcons. 4.28 to play fourth quarter. Our score, Mishawaka 45, Fairfield 35. You're in two with K-Ben Basketball on 96.1 The Ton and the Mishawaka Network. So after the timeout, back here to Mishawaka High School at the Cave, our first final in boys' action here tonight on the U.S. Seinfrafter scoreboard finds Mishawaka Marion holding off the John Glenn Falcons. Marion 52-41 winners. Elsewhere at halftime, the Penn Kingsman with a large lead against the South Bend St. Joe Indians. 46-24, and Caveman girls basketball fans, in case you weren't with us earlier when we noted at halftime out in New Carlisle, Mishawaka trailing New Perry by four points. That halftime score was 30-26. Mishawaka Marion got a tough week this week. They play Washington on uh, And the inbounds by Hofer is deflected by Jackson Snyder, but stolen back by Noah Maston, the Falcons. Up the floor now, Miller. Double team, dishes it off to Mass, deflected away and stolen by Mishawaka. Arthur Jones with a loose ball steal. 4-10 to play here in regulation. The Cavemen lead it by 10, 45-35. Left side, Jackson Snyder against a Fairfield, kind of a loose man-to-man. Now as Jackson Snyder enters the lane, a little more belly-up action in the paint. Cooper Pitchett turns and with a nice slithering move, Gets round the defender and puts up the nice soft jumper up and in for a six point. Pretty good basketball by Mishawaka. They're, they're playing a four-man motion. They get it inside the coop. There's no help. And waiting for only about four-tenths of a second was Seth Yoder once he caught the basketball from the far right wing outside the arc. Nailed the three-pointer, and that makes it a 47-38 score. And Fairfield burns a timeout with 3.40 to play here in our fourth quarter. Actually, it's a 30-second timeout, which we will keep it right here and remind you we'll have action on Friday night here on 96-1 the ton. High school boys basketball, big, big game for the Cavemen on the road in the Northern Lakes Conference. Mishawaka on the road to the Maple City to take on the Goshen Redhawks. I think we say this about everywhere you go in the NLC, but Goshen, not always an easy place to play, and certainly uh, recently coming off a big, big win when they knocked off the Warsaw Tigers. And and I don't know why that is, because it's a really nice gym. It's decorated up with the uh, colors of red, and it's a it's, it's a really nice gym. But I've always felt it's just a tough place to play, tough place to get emotion and, and, and things like that. Now, when you come to the cave, and even if you're the visitors, it's a great place to, to get emotional, to get emotion with your guys. After the timeout, inbounds caveman Maddox Johe. Triggers it in the backcourt to Arthur Jones. Picked up in a man-to-man. Pressed by the Falcons. And a little reach-around foul on a Fairfield defender. If Fairfield tries to pick Mishawaka up full court, this will not go well for Fairfield. As Mishawaka has three really good guards out there. Maddox, Arthur, and Jackson Snyder. Foul on number four for the Falcons once again. We do not have a number on that young man, so it is a common foul. Then the inbounds to the caveman, and Arthur Jones drives into the lane area. He gets tied up with Alex Hofer, who give each other kind of a uh, very uh, challenging look. Yeah, and, and Hofer tried to help Arthur up, and Arthur didn't want any, uh, any part of that. Uh, I mean, Arthur plays with an edge. There's no friends on the floor when Arthur's playing on the other team. Now, after the game, it's a different story, but he, he plays with an edge. Jones gets the lob at the backcourt, fires up the floor with a 
Aggressive dribble and then a scoop pass to Tommy Herringer on the right side of the lane. Just went off his hands. Had a lot of mustard on that fastball, but could hang on to it. So a turnover caveman at 3:18 third quarter. Or try again fourth quarter. Why do I want to play the third quarter over? Mishawaka leads it here, 47-38, back right corner. Three ball, launch, missed by Seth Yoder. Long rebound, caroms out to Maddox-Yohi. Yohi runs up the floor, and he's riding on the hip of the defender, Seth Yoder. That's a tough call against the uh, Fairfield Falcon defender. Well, well, Maddox is, is obviously, uh, I mean, he's, he's initiating a contact, but it's a tough place for the defender to be and it's a, it's a tough call for the officials. I think basically it's a no call, to be honest with you. But Maddox is at the free throw line uh, looking to uh, add to his point total as he has a one and one. Seth Yoder on that last whistle and foul is his third foul of this contest. The friend of the one and one has missed no good by Maddox Yohe, a rebound that caroms around and is chased down by the Falcons. Up the floor quickly, they'll go far right corner. Fry, dribble penetrates inside, tries to muscle it up against Tommy. Nothing there. They'll outlet it, then they'll launch up a three far left corner. And Seth Yoder hits his fourth tray of the game. 47-41. Mishawaka now only up by six. And now Arthur Jones loses the handle in the backcourt. Long bounce came out, almost followed by Seth Yoder, but Mishawaka saves the possession. Now Jackson Snyder, foul extension left side, and a reach-in foul on Seth Yoder. Defensively for Fairfield, and if that's the case, that is his fourth. So Mishawaka's going to have to step to the line here late in this game now. And, and, and this is good for Mishawaka. They haven't been in this situation for a long time where the game's on the line late in the game. And now and now you got to have guards who can make free throws. Uh, Maddox stepped up there and, and, and missed his, and he's out of the game now as Brady Fisher comes in. Now Jackson's got to come in. He's shooting about 74%, I believe, from the foul line. We'll see if he can knock his in. Cave Ben had missed three in a row at the line here in this fourth quarter. But Jackson Snyder ends that streak to get his first point of the night. He averages three and a half points and three rebounds a contest for the Cave Ben as a sophomore starter. 2.33 to play here in our fourth quarter for Mishawaka. Second free throw, Jackson Snyder connects on both, and it's 49-41. Eight-point game is a lot better than a six-point game. This is actually a really good game for Mishawaka to have to play in, in, in these circumstances late since they haven't had to do that lately. Catch and shoot left corner, missed by Mass, no good. Loose ball rebound, caroms out. The ball knocked out of the hands of Arthur Jones. A mighty big collision as the rebound was pulled down by the Falcons. Arthur Jones got bumped into earlier, and there was no blood, no foul. And now substitutions on both sides. Maddox-Yohe subs back in for Mishawaka. And for Fairfield, you will see Tyson Fry return to the combination. Backcourt inbounds to Arthur Jones at 210 to play. 49-41, Mishawaka. Up the floor, Arthur fakes, goes left corner to Tommy. Herringer center floor to Jackson. Snyder to Yohe. Two minutes to play. Yohe back to Snyder. Bounce pass on the floor. Yohe stepped to the ball, received it. Now works it outside. Jackson inside. Arthur down on the block. Brady feeds to Herringer. Lots of nice little mini passes. You could actually give about three or four assists. Very unselfish mode. And Tommy Herringer with a lay-in is good. 
51-41, lead back to 10 after it was just six moments ago. Bounce pass down in the block area. Fry muscles it away from Arthur Jones. Fry with a turnaround jumper for his 10th point and a timeout taken by Derek Heinen and the Fairfield Falcons. A full timeout here from the Cave. We'll do the same. A minute 26 to play. Fourth quarter, Mishawaka lead is 8, 51, 43. We're back after this timeout on 96 won the ton and the Mishawaka Network. Along with Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. Glad to have you with us for the broadcast tonight on 96 won the ton. Your home for Mishawaka Caveman Sports. I wish we would mic up some of our conversations, although some conversations we couldn't air, but most conversations we could. But just our thoughts here during that timeout, and while you were away with the commercial break, Ron Heklinski and, and I chatting about this is a good game for the Cavemen, not because they're winning by eight necessarily, but a team that has won 11 games or 10 games rather in a row, averaging 63 points per contest now, and that number has really climbed over the last month or so. This is a different type of game, and one they're having to use... Uh, a different way to win. This is a, a, a very similar game to the Plymouth game. And, uh, and Mishawaka has to fight down a stretch. They have to run their ball control offense. And Maddox Yohe gets into the forecourt and double teamed by a Fairfield pair of defenders and has the ball snatched away and stolen. In the forecourt, the Falcons with a minute eight to play, trailing by 8 51 43. Step back three ball, launch missed by Tyson Fry. Rebound to Brady Fisher. Fisher hands it away to Arthur Jones. Jones will race to a crowd. Long bounce pass up the floor to Maddox Show. He will bobbled it, saves it center floor to Arthur. Under the basket to Tommy. Herringer goes up for the shot, and he's bumped and fouled by a couple Falcon hey, defenders. Shut the clock off. About four seconds ran off. Whoops. Whoops. I don't, I don't know if... Uh, I do not know if Fairfield saw that. I don't know if the ref saw it. But, oh, Eagle High, Brian Miller and Eagle High, Ron Heklinski saw it. We were it. on it. Our from, radar went off, From didn't up it? here in the nest, and there they go. They put it back to 49. There we go. Kidding me? I, I got, I got. Uh, I mean, I'm sick because I'm so high up in the air, but, hey. They, they uh, are going to start equipping oxygen masks up here for us. And, well, they should. So, Tommy Herringer, who picks up the foul as far as the receive E of the foul. Tommy Schott has looked really, really good this year. And, and I've, I've made this comment many times. He's very, very calm when he gets it in the high post area. And on his free throw shooting, he's, he's very calm. First free throw good, second free throw rattles in and out, no good. I put the jinxaroo on him, and well. Arthur, Arthur fouls Fry. Day so, one, day one of you and I working together, I, I reminded you of that rule. What rule is that? The broadcaster's jinx. Jinxaroo, man. And here's another jinxaroo. You never foul the opponent when the clock is stopped and give them time to score when the clock is stopped. So we walk to the other end after the miss by Tommy Herringer. We walk to the other end now after a caveman foul on Arthur Jones and the front end of a wanted bonus miss there by Fairfield's Tyson Fry. Rebound Mishawaka, and the clock only ticks a couple of seconds away, and we walk down to the other end for a free throw parade that will continue with Mishawaka leading here on their home floor, 52-43 with 45.9 seconds to play. And, and here's another Cardinal rule. If you're, if you're down eight and you're trying to get back in the game and they're going to give you free throws, you've got to knock them in, man. Brady Fisher at the line. Brady shooting 70%. 
really good free throw shooter, knocks it in. Takes his time, bends his knees, and uh, has great backspin on that ball. As Brady's 12th point of the game, he averages 11. Brady's turned into a really, really good basketball player. He's got great body control. He's got a great body. He's long. And so when he's in the post, he's never done making a move. He can, he can step through. He can score from any way. After the missed free throw, rebound Fairfield. And Hofer, Alex Hofer, drives the entire court length. And he goes up against the K-man defender but lost the ball out of bounds. And that brings a uh, very, very heated Derek Hinden off of the Fairfield bench. And he should be heated. That was a foul. Backcourt inbounds. Caveman with it. Rasan Johnson up the floor. Finds a wide open Brady Fisher with an excellent left-handed pass across the way to the right side. And Brady with an easy lay-in. But hang a star on that pass by Rasan Johnson with that little press breaker. 55-43. Caveman lead is a dozen with 19 seconds to play. And now the ball is stripped on the right side. And the Caveman will go for an easy little... Two-handed stuff. Cooper Pritchett with an assist to Rasan Johnson, who has six. 57-43. Lead is 14, their largest. Long three ball put up no good. Missed by Mast. He gets his own rebound. Puts up a little mini jumper as an offensive rebound score to put our final score at 57-45. Caveman win. Their winning streak extends to 11 in a row. They pick up win number 14 on the season as they defeat the Fairfield Falcons in the second ever mini between the two schools, 57-45. That's our final score. Stay tuned. Ron Eklinski now will return for the postgame show, which is just around the corner. We will check scoring statistics, have a recap on the night's contest, certainly during the postgame update. Updates on the U.S. Signcrafters school board from Matt Embry back at our 96-1 The Ton Studios, and also during our postgame show, K-Man head coach Bodie Bender will join us here in the press box. Four thoughts on this Mishawaka caveman victory. Final score again, Mishawaka 57, Fairfield 45. You heard it here on 96-1 The Ton and the Mishawaka Network. Stay tuned, post-game show coming up next. Welcome back to the cave here at Mishawaka High School. Fans heading for the exits after tonight's Mishawaka caveman home court win over the visiting Fairfield Falcons by a final count of 57 245. Caveman led by as many as 14. That was during the late, late stretches of this fourth quarter. They, in fact, led by a four-point total at the end of one period, 13-9. The storyline took us to a 25-19 contest at halftime. Mishawaka led by six at the break. They would extend that lead to seven after three, winning 36-29 and moving to the fourth quarter. Fairfield made a game of it. It just would not go away, but the Cavemen found a way to win this one uh, in a little different story type than what they have uh, of recent putting points on the board. And we mentioned a little earlier averaging just under 63 points per contest. While they did end up with 57, uh, their point total at the end of three was only 36. So probably a good learning tool and learning experience here tonight for the Cavemen as they, of course, get ready to compete Friday at Goshen and turn the page into February for some big, big games in both the Northern Lakes Conference and non-conference schedule. But good news here for the Maroon and White. They win a doubleheader, if you will, as they won the JV game 39-36. They improved the Mishawaka JV team to 10-3 and on the season. And here in the nightcap, Mishawaka beats Fairfield 57-45. Ron Heklinski, your thoughts on the caveman victory? Yeah, I thought that uh, 
that early in the game, uh, Fairfield really had the tempo in their favor. They moved the ball. They made Mishawaka guard for, for long periods of time. And, um, and I thought Mishawaka had a nice little run right before halftime to maybe extend that lead a little bit and got it up to six. And, uh, and then the second half came, and we'll talk to Coach Bender about that second half. Bodie Bender joining us from downstairs after a brief chat with his uh, mates in the locker room. 57, 45. I don't know how much of a baseball fan you are. I think you're a Cub fan, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to use a White Sox term. I won't call it win and ugly, but you, it was a different kind of win tonight and a little different kind of vibe here. Huh. Yeah, you, yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. I'll stay with heck. It was ugly. <laughs> well, so let me say this much. So, so I've been in this business for 40 years, man, and I will say this much. It is hard to win in any high school competition you're playing. And I don't care if you win by 20. You had to play your butts off to win by 20. So I say you take the win, baby. Right. You watch celebrate. the film. You right. celebrate. And I, I thought this was a great game for you at this time because in the fourth quarter, you had to play. Yeah. And but your last three or four or five games, you haven't had to play the Plymouth right. game. You had to play, yep. and so guys were shooting free throws with the game on the line. You had to spread it. Guys were having to be strong with the ball, and and so that's what I take away from this right. game. Yeah, I I came in tonight hoping that we could get a little bit of a lead so we could play some more guys, um, you know, so we could even out minutes a little bit, but. You know, like somebody said on the floor, kind of a trap game a little bit before Friday at Goshen. And I agree with you. Like, sometimes you got to win some ugly ones. You're right. We had to play it close down the stretch, and we had to make some free throws. Um, and I thought our guys did an all right job of that. Um, you know, and, and this is a hard game. You know, midweek game. You know, you've been there playing midweek. Games are hard. They're not easy. Especially after playing Saturday right, as opposed to Friday. Right, yeah, playing Saturday. You know, so we only had – the kids only had two days really off from playing, you know, with practice yesterday. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll always take a W. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about your decision. We talked about it up here, and, and, I, and I had it almost to a T. When, you, when, you're, when you're coming out in the second half and you're saying – I can't. I can't let uh, Fairfield control the tempo right. of this game. I got to come uh, out here and start pressuring full court, half court. Um, I thought for us there was two things offensively that they were kind of getting us a little bit on. Um, they're double staggered away, and when we would switch it, guys weren't watching for the backside drive on the wing, and they knew our heads were turned and they would drive, and we had no help. Um, and then the other one, they would have the ball in the corner and they would screen in and throw the skip over the top. I just felt like, one, they played a little bit harder than we did in the first half. Uh, they kind of whipped our butts a little bit on the offensive rebounding side. Um, and watching the film, I knew they struggled a little bit with some pressure. And I knew I had that in our back pocket. That, And, and I thought our guys looked a little flat. And I, we got we to gotta pick up the tempo. We got we to gotta pressure them a little bit. We got to trap them a little bit. And I thought we got them to throw it around a little bit in the third quarter. 57-45, the final. Mishawaka, a winner tonight here over the Falcons of Fairfield. But 
you talk about the defense that Heck and I talked about in the halftime and, and some of the adjustments that you guys made and, and decisions you made going to the second half. But in that second half, boy, oh, boy, Tommy Herringer and Brady Fisher really, really put this team on their back with inside play, a lot of unselfish passing, but a lot of big rebounds. And certainly Tommy Herringer had just three at halftime. We had him finishing with 15 points of the night, and Brady Fisher had a very cool 14-7 each of the two halves. Uh, they both played very, very good basketball tonight. Yeah, though we had to get back to, you know, what we've preached all year. we got to throw it inside. If we don't get a shot inside, we got to throw it back out and, and make shots. Um, I thought our, our bigs inside did a, did a good job of catching and finishing inside tonight, and obviously those two big boys got it done in, on the interior. Yeah, and, and, and so it's, it, it's hard for me to think of little Brady Fisher now being a big <laughs> because Brady's been, you know, I mean, Brady was with me for two years, but Brady is a big kid, man. He's got long arms. He's got great body control. And, and he finishes well. well. And if you get it to him, he'll create his own angle. Right, right. Yep, you're right about that. Good win for the Cavemen. We will update fans on a couple quick scores on the U.S. Sidecrafters scoreboard. In girls' action, the end of three out in New Carlisle, Mishawaka, and New Prairie are tied 40-40. Meanwhile, boys' finals tonight, Mishawaka Marion has defeated Glenn 52-41. And Wawasee falls to Bethany Christian. The Bruins come up with a 50-49 win over the Warriors. Not to uh, look ahead because I know you'll be busy, Coach, uh, Wednesday and Thursday in practice, uh, fine-tuning some things that you saw here tonight yep. and working on your game, but your next opponent, Goshen, and uh, right back into the frying pan of the, uh, of the Northern yeah, Lakes Conference. Yeah. Your thoughts on yep. the Red Hawks? Um, they're long. They're big. Um, I watched them last Friday at Northwood. They're big, and they got a, a couple good players in, in Deacon Hill who can shoot a little bit, and they got the old coach's son, Quinn Bechtel, who can play a little bit, and then they got some big boys inside at 6'7". Um, so we're going to have our hands full again on Friday night. I, I, I will tell you this much. So, so when you took this job, you signed, you signed on the line and all that stuff. <laughs> this is why you took this job, yeah. now this stretch. Yeah. This is a great stretch of great basketball. And obviously your thoughts on winning the conference from this stretch. Man, he's now in media, and he's asking these questions. Yeah, he's in the media uh, now. Gosh, he didn't. I got to get you. I, I got to get he you. Knows, he knows what I'm going to do from a coaching standpoint. I'm just worried about Goshen. Uh, I, he I, wants to talk about Warsaw Northwood already. I'm baiting you. <laughs> Call, it's called the bait and switch. It's called the bait and switch. I know you. I, I mean, I know you have to talk about Goshen. And, I mean, for some reason, Brian and I were talking about this. For some reason, Goshen just seems like a difficult place to play. Yeah. It's a beautiful gym. Yeah. It's a beautiful gym, but I never I never felt any emotion down there when I was coaching right. that gym. Now, anybody from Fairfield to anybody that comes in here, this gym is full of emotion. Right. right. Yep. Tough place to play, and we got to travel 35 minutes there and hopefully have our best game on Friday night. Well, certainly the uh, cavemen – Get one here on the home floor tonight, beating Fairfield 57-45. Coach, we'll let you go. I know you've got a lot going on in your head right now and uh, kind of spinning after this Tuesday. And, again, a quick turnaround for the kids, a quick yep. turnaround for the coaches, and yep. I think a quick turnaround for the broadcasters yep. for that yep. matter too. Yep. So we'll, uh, It's not a quick turnaround for me. I did three on Saturday, Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a tune-up for him. Yeah. 
I mean, Ernie Banks, let's play three, Let's right? play three today, something like that, yeah. That sounds like a softball invitational to me more than anything. But, hey, congratulations, uh, man. Get some thanks, rest, man. get some Appreciate rest. Appreciate it, yep. And get your game plan rolling, man. We'll be watching. Oh, well, thanks. Good, Good home guys. win. Good home win for the Cavemen. They take care of business versus Fairfield, winning by 12. We will be back with more on the postgame show after this timeout. You're in two with Mishawaki Cavemen basketball. Special thanks to Coach Bodie Bender for joining us on the postgame show. We return after this timeout. Our final segment on the postgame show here on 96 won the ton. Your home for new country and certainly your home for the Mishawaka Cavemen who pick up their 14th win on the high school boys basketball season, their 11th victory in a row as they defeat the Fairfield Falcons here at the Cave 57-45. Again, thank you to Coach Bodie Bender for joining us on the postgame show. Sometimes it's not always easy to have a microphone shoved in your face or to discuss in particular, I think while he was happy to get the win, maybe a bit frustrated with uh, just how that uh, how the contest went and uh, know his team's going to have to play better coming up in the uh, stretches of, uh, well, Friday and then next next month in February. Can you believe this if I tell you? Tell me. I've always liked a microphone in my face. <laughs> you know what? I, I heard that reason, about you. I heard reason. that about you. I used to always love going on if we – it, I mean, if we bad, I, uh, I mean, if we were bad, I would blast our guys. If we were good, I would really sing their praises. I, I mean, I, it's just me. Stop. I digress. Stop. Hey, guess what? It, it's called the passion of Coach Ron Heklinski, who has some final stats for yeah, us so for tonight. I thought in the first half, Maddox Yoey came in and hit a and hit a couple of big threes to to spread that lead a little bit. And then I thought it was interesting. Uh, uh, Maddox really hadn't gotten as much time maybe as he wanted, but I thought it was interesting when Coach Bender had to go win that game in the fourth quarter. Maddox was on the floor in the fourth quarter. Maddox should be on the floor. He's a, he's a, he's a two-year starter. He's got all the experience in the world, and he's working his way back in. So I, I was really, really happy to see that. Let me throw some stats your way, uh, Brian. Um, <clears throat> Fairfield shot 46%. Uh, uh, for the game, 18 of 39, 9 of 24 from three-point from three point line. And, and, and 38%, you might take it, but I said that Fairfield had to, had to make some shots, had to make some threes, had to maybe shoot maybe 45 or 50%. And I, fe- and, and I felt they had the looks. Mm-hmm. If, if they would have knocked them in, you know, it, it could have been different down the stretch. They didn't shoot a lot of free throws. Uh, they were three for five. And, and they got in the one-and-one one with maybe six minutes left in the game. Uh, they had 12 turnovers, seven in the second half. And I, and I thought Mishawaka's first two defensive possessions in the third quarter, they turned them over uh, with some pressure. And, 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 and really, to Fairfield's credit, uh, I thought they kind of composed themselves a little bit, got the ball to the middle, and, and, and tried to make some things happen for Mishawaka. Uh, Mishawaka shot well tonight, and, and uh, you know that was the benefit of, of really a good second half and a lot of and a lot of uh, baskets inside uh, by Tommy Herringer and Brady Fisher. Mishawaka shot 22 of 41 for 53 percent. I don't think I don't have Mishawaka shooting a three in the second half. They were four for eight from the the three point line. I had them eight for 11 from the uh, charity stripe for 73 percent. And, and I had and I had them for ten turnovers. So all in all, a game where where you had to get your own self up. There would I mean there wasn't going to be the emotional crowd here tonight. There wasn't going to be all the excitement. 
it came down to each player getting himself ready to play and elevating his game. And, and I thought at the end, I thought at the end Mishawaka did that. And as I said, man, I ain't never looking a gift horse in the mouth when I get a dub, right? <laughs> don't, don't, uh, don't take any subtraction away from a W. There you go. 53% with that shooting percentage for the cavemen. Uh, 5% better than their seasonal average of 48%. And those uh, three-pointers all came in the second quarter when they uh, stretched that four-point lead up to six when they went to the locker room. They led by seven at the end of three, and they would lead by as many as 14 in winning by a dozen, 57-45. Let's check some individual scoring. First for visiting Fairfield, Mitchell Miller had a basket for two points, also two for Dayton Lockwood off the bench. Five tonight for Alex Hofer, a three-pointer and a two-point field goal. Three players hit the double-digit column for the Falcons. Tyson Fry had ten, five in each half. Three two-pointers, a three-pointer, and one for three at the free-throw line. A dozen for Noah Mast, 12 points with six in each quarter. And also tonight, 16 points for Seth Yoder, although he had 13 of those 16 in the second half. Yoder would hit four three-pointers, one two-pointer, and he was two for two at the free throw line. That was a scoring for the Fairfield Falcons as they fall to three and ten on the season. For victorious Mishawaka, their scoring went like this. Two points on a pair of free throws and two tries for Jackson Snyder. Five points for Arthur Jones, well below. And, heck, i got to ask you, when you uh, you come off a 26-point performance against Northridge Saturday, he's uh, really been pouring the points in here of recent, getting in that middle-upper teens and beyond. Uh, Arthur Jones averaging just under 16 per game. If I'd have told you coming in here tonight he would score only five and they'd still win by 12, would you believe me? Well, well, I wouldn't have believed you, but the one thing that I was really proud of Arthur about is Arthur didn't hunt his shots. He, he didn't go and, and try and get his 26 or his 20. He let the game come to him. In the fourth quarter, he had a couple chance for, uh, uh, for some drives, and, and he took it, but he didn't go hunting his shots. And, and, then, and then you got to understand, he didn't play the whole second quarter. So there's, there's eight minutes that, that you take out of his game uh, I mean, he made sure his team got the W, and, and that's all that mattered to Arthur tonight. So other scoring then besides Jackson Snyder's two points, five for Arthur Jones, six for Maddox Yohe on two second-quarter three-point baskets. Rasan Johnson had three field goals for six, six points for Cooper Pritchett, and elsewhere three points for Anthony Nelson on a second-quarter three-point tray. Two cavemen hit double digits, Brady Fisher and Tommy Herringer. Fisher with 14, seven in each half. He had six field goals and two of three at the free throw line. Tommy Herringer, great ball game. In particular, the second half, he finished with 13, or checked out 12 points, rather, in the second half of action. He finished with five field goals, including one three-pointer. So five two-pointers, one three-pointer, and he hit two for four at the free throw line. Elsewhere for the Cavemen, the Troyer duo, Ace and Jack played but did not score. Cavemen win at 57-45, and we remind you that we'll be on the air Friday night live from the Maple City. We'll have all the play-by-play as the Cavemen boys hit the road against the Red Hawks from Goshen High School, a big game in the Northern Lakes Conference going into Friday's action. 
Mishawaka and Northwood are tied for first place each with 4-0 conference records. While the Cavemen hit to, head to Goshen rather on Friday, this Fairfield Falcon Club, who we saw tonight, will be at home in a big NECC Northeast Corner Conference tussle against the West Noble Chargers, a very good basketball team out of Ligonier. And we wish them the very best of luck. And Coach Derek Heinen on uh, their season that, again, has seen them hit a four-game losing streak. They've lost now eight of their last nine, but at 3-10, and ten, uh, they're going to keep on swinging and uh, well-coached basketball team, and we saw some good things from the Falcons here tonight. Yeah, no, they can only go up f f from where they're at now. Uh, and, and uh, I mean, Derek is a, is a really good young coach. Uh, for me to see how he's telling his own guys to uh, screen their own men, because if I'm going to screen you and, and, and you're going to switch on to my man, that's how, that's how Mishawaka plays. Well, if I screen you, you can't screen onto the cutter. And I, I saw five or six times where his players do that. As coaches, we talk about that all the time. Mm -hmm. But very rarely do you get down there and do it. I mean, it's just a fundamental that, I mean, the game's played so fast that, the, that you don't do it. But his kids were doing it. And it's going to take some time. He had a really great first year there, man. He had great players. And, uh, I, mean, some, I mean, sometimes it gets you. Sometimes it humbles you. And you've been there as a coach. Been there I many mean, times. I, I mean, you pull your bootstraps up. You go into practice tomorrow and you coach your brains out, right? Get after it. There you go, man. I won't say the Mike Brayism of get back on the horse, but you get back on the horse. You, you get after. You get it, after. Man, it. There you, you go. Hey, some scores for us, and I know you'll have a comment on one of these scores for us on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard we mentioned earlier. Mishawaka Marion, a winner over Glenn. We also referenced the Bethany Christian victory by one over Wabba C. Uh, last report, Mishawaka and New Prairie girls were in action over in New Carlisle. They were tied 40-40 at the end of the third quarter. Let's hope there's good news coming there. Uh, Penn a winner over St. Joe tonight, 86-69. It was Adams beating Bremen. And also a final score, South and Riley and Tippecanoe Valley. Duke in and out. The Vikings beat the Wildcats 50-46. Win number 354. Joe, Joe Loose, man. Joey was one of my guys at Wapahani, and he's had a storied coaching career. Coached at Marion, coached at Richmond, coached at Jeffersonville, got out, and now he's back at Tippy Valley. I just sent him a text. I said, congratulations on 350, big boy. You're about a hun from me, and if you, <laughs> if you get close to me, I'll be there watching it. boy, boy. We, of course, enjoyed talking with him. Uh, in the pregame show back in game one, back on Thanksgiving Eve when Tippy Valley visited the cavemen here way, way back. Seems like a long, long time ago, but congratulations to Joe Luce and the uh, Tippy Canoe Valley Vikings. They're a good basketball team and starting to get some notoriety in the state uh, in Class 3A, and they'll be a team to be reckoned with in the, uh, in the state tournament coming up, no doubt. No doubt. A lot of fun tonight. Good caveman win. Maybe not fancy, but you took care of business. You get win number 14, and we'll see you Friday night in Goshen. All right, man. We'll talk about travel, right? We'll talk about travel. We got uh, that. I see uh, you, man. Well, you're you the got best. Your, your frequent flyer mileage. That's right. Hey, you're the best, man. Caveman, a victor tonight over Fairfield 57-45. For Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. Thanks for tuning in here tonight. Again, join us for all the play-by-play. -play. Friday night live from the Maple City in Goshen as the Red Hawks play host to your caveman. We'll be on the air right around 7.05 for the pregame show. Tip-off right around 7.45. But we'll have Mishawaka caveman basketball coming up. An important stretch in the NLC Friday and next Thursday, February the 2nd, a big, big road game for the cavemen down 
at Warsaw. Fans, stay tuned. Our postgame show will continue after this timeout. Matt Embry with a complete recap on the U.S. Signcrafter School Board. Again, the Cave Mishawaka winner, 57-45. Brian Miller bidding you a very pleasant good night from the Cave at Mishawaka High School. We would continue our postgame coverage with the U.S. Signcrafters postgame show scoreboard. U.S. Signcrafters from custom signs and graphic needs to installation and service. U.S. Signcrafters has you covered with the region's only three-year warranty. Learn more at ussigncrafters.com today. 57-45, Mishawaka gets the victory over Fairfield. Elsewhere in the Northern Lakes Conference, see on the losing end against Bethany Christian, 50-49. to In the NIC, Marion defeats Glenn tonight, 52-41. It was Penn over St. Joe, 86-69. Adams defeats Bremen, 53-48. And Riley falls to Tippecanoe Valley, 50-46. And on our sister station, Sports Radio 960 WSBT, Notre Dame on the losing end once again tonight as they fall at NC State, 85 82. Once again, the final score, 57-45. Mishawaka gets by Fairfield. Our next telecast is Friday as the Cavemen look for 12 in a row when they take on the Goshen Redhawks on the road. Pre-game coverage starting at 7.05 here on 96.1 The Ton and 961theton.com. Until Friday night for Brian Miller and the coach Ron Heklinski, I'm Matt Embry. Thank you for listening to this telecast of Mishawaka Cayman Boys Basketball powered by Midland Engineering on 96.1 The Ton. Until Friday night, good night, and as always, go Cavemen. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.